Welcome to Basic to Bougie, the podcast, a totally new experience, one you're sure to love. We've taken our passion of business, finance, relationships, hot topics, and more, and collided them as a sisterhood into what we now call womenhood. Join your host, Melissa Martin, certified NLP life and business coach, hypnotherapy expert, and one bed mamma-jamma businesswoman on this wild ride as we detour through life, showing you how to take the basics and turn them into what we call the bougie. Welcome everyone. I'm Melissa and this is Basic to Bougie, the podcast. I wanted to jump on today and talk about the challenge of codependency, external versus internal validation. In this world we're living in, I know sometimes it's difficult to sort it out, so I thought we'd just dive on in. Codependency is a hot topic when it comes to identifying negative patterns in relationships. And unfortunately, codependency is common in the relationship of empaths. I am an empath, so I can totally, totally understand this and agree with almost everything that comes into into play with feelings and emotions. And because empaths are so accustomed to living their lives based on emotions of others, they can develop low self-esteem. And since we feel so intensely, it is easy to base our lives on external validation. That is, on the feelings and reactions of our loved ones. And rather than internal validation, and in more, we base our self-esteem on the worth of external sources. And the more we rely on those sources to keep us happy and confident. And we often find ourselves in these close-fed back loops with our loved ones cycling through the same arguments and the same solutions time and time again without really getting anywhere new. And I know this on such a personal level that it's so hard to stop repeating the cycle. And what I have found is to stop repeating the cycle, you just literally have to stop and walk away and move in a direction of whatever vibration you're putting out. What really happens is, is the only thing we accomplish by doing the getting nowhere is creating a stronger force of codependency where we cycle through the loop faster and faster, seeking that source of validation where we once before couldn't find. The energy of desperation comes in at the point, making it feel like the affection we receive from the other person is the only thing sustaining us. And that's a dangerous slope. It brings on feelings of grief, of love, of highs, of lows, of endings, of beginnings, and all around is is unhealthy. When we rely on others for emotional well-being, it puts way too much pressure on our relationships. If it's a good relationship, it will undoubtedly crumble from the pressure. If it's an abusive relationship, it will perpetuate the negative cycle of abuse, strengthening both the victim mentally and the abuser mentally. Breaking the codependency is difficult, but it's not impossible. Knowing yourself inside and out and being able to meet your own needs. Let me repeat that. Being able to meet your own needs. What does that sound like for you? 
What does that feel like for you? To be able to meet your own needs is something of giving yourself a powerful, powerful tool that sometimes we all really just need. And the key to having a high self-esteem, it really does come from within. All of the exercises, all of the books, all of the testimonials, all of anything that has strengthened your awareness and connection to yourself. That's what you need for easier relationships. When you know and love your own darkness and also your light, there will be absolutely no room for the energy of codependency in your life. I wanted to talk about this today with you because I left a wellness retreat and I really gained a new perspective on so many things and this being one of them. I wanted to come on and talk about a few subjects and I just have a calling that I feel like someone needs to hear this and I'm going to jump straight on into a second part of this that I felt is really needed and it's a sensitive subject and if you're easily triggered, press pause. I'd like to talk about abusive relationships and gaslighting because it's all too easy for an empath. And, and I'm really gearing this segment, this episode, to empaths. It really is too easy for an empath to slip into an abusive relationship if we're not connected to our own emotions and if we confuse our own energy with someone else's, we leave space for others to slip in and decide for us what our feelings are. Gaslighting is a manipulation tactic often used by narcissists and psychopaths to plant seeds of doubt in so-called victims, making them question their own sanity. It's scary. You know, when you have to think about repeatedly, am I saying the right thing? Was it me? Was it them? Knowing wholeheartedly you had no malicious intent. It's the other person that's creating this strange outline for you to follow. And I'm not even going to use the word boundary because it's not a boundary. It's a manipulated, diluted issue. And it's alarming. And it's easy to succumb to the gaslighting that you're in if you're already confused and overwhelmed by the out of control in an empath or empathy. And I'm sure you can relate to this if you are an empath. And since we're going through a self-growth process here. I know I am. You may be. My podcast is based on growing in all different avenues and all different aspects of your life. Some of it is from being an empath. Some of it is from being a mom, a wife, a daughter. All of these things. And if you can resonate with some of this, I feel like I'm doing my job. One word that really gets to me being an empath and one word that really I think needs to be out of the dictionary is crazy. Because a lot of people say, am I crazy? Did did that really happen? Are they crazy? And the answer is no, you're not crazy. 
being an empath, you feel things differently. You're extra, you're too much, you're this, you're that. All of those words that someone else has given you. Do not let someone else title your life. They are not writing it. They have not written your book. You are writing your book of life. You are discovering your life of discovery. And if you're already questioning that, an abuser can come in and confirm the fear and the molds to your belief and benefit from that. Listen to that again. They can come in and fear and mold your beliefs to benefit from that. Not only will the creator of the codependent dynamic, but also it builds a structure of abuse built by that said abuser that will seem completely okay to you while you're still in it. The abuser will twist your negative feelings back towards you, making you believe it's all because of something you're doing. It's deep. It hurts. But it's false. There's always three sides to something. There's never just your side, their side. There's the truth. And I feel like we've lived this our whole lives knowing that there's three sides to everything and I wish we could cut it down to just one and skip through all the minutia and BS and let it just be the truth. This explains really why people stay in abusive relationships. If the abuser builds the relationship in a way that explains all of the victim's negative experiences of the relationship than the victim. And I hate that word, the victim, but you know, this is what I'm left with. When you scroll through or read through or dive in or take a class, it's everyone's calling the victim. It's a terrible word and I hate it and I hate using it, but here we are, you know, for this particular episode, here we are. The victim is left to believe either that it's somehow their their fault or that nothing is actually wrong. And this will seem normal to them. When the abuser tells them things like, no one will ever love you like I do, or you're the lucky one, or you're lucky you have me to help you make sense of all of your feelings, or you can never leave me. We sometimes believe that. And we believe it because we're doubting our own sanity. The red flags are popping up, but we don't even know they're red flags because we're so immersed in the BS of the relationship that built us up once. It built us up so strongly and we felt so deeply that we now listen to the crap from that said abuser. And if that's you, I want you to know that you don't have to listen to that anymore. You don't have to sit at tables where you're uncomfortable. You don't have to be placed in rooms where you're uncomfortable. This is your life. This is your space. And if this is your home, make it a home of comfort. Make it a home of love. Make it a home where you want to be. Breaking away from an abusive relationship isn't easy. It can be dangerous. You can find yourself deprogramming. And for many years after the abusive relationship, the gaslighting, the calls back, the text messages, it's too much. And the only way out is to stop. A direct and utter end. 
And this is why physical space is one of the most treasured tools in discovering which energy is yours and which energy is someone else's when it comes to your relationship. A healthy dose of space is and will always be with the true emotional awareness and realization of what is your space. Once you've built up your own energy and your own signatures of what you can identify, what is yours and what isn't, you will naturally build defenses against abusive types that might seek to gaslight you. And better yet, you'll know what not to look for or if something comes knocking, you'll know not to open that door. This is a short episode today. I wanted to jump on and give you just a little bit of what we're growing through at Basic Tabuji the podcast. Because we believe in order to go through it, you have to grow through it. We'll be on next week with another episode. It will be quite lengthy. It will definitely be worth listening to with Melanie Kathleen with Soul on Fire. I hope you all have a wonderful day. I'm Melissa. Have a good day.